Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back. Man, it's been a, feels like it's just been forever, but here we are back with the start of season three, episode one of the Ben versus Noel of Felicity podcast. I'm Brianna. I'm Kristen. Hello. Good to be back. It is good to be back. Woo! I mean, I know it's only been a couple weeks, but you know, just feels good to get back back in the saddle of everything. Yes, it feels like forever ago. So I'm glad to be back and glad, glad, glad we're on season three and not season two anymore. And yeah, happy December, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Oh my gosh. Ho, ho, ho is right. Oh gosh, I suppose when this episode drops, it'll be the 15th. No, Monday is the 14th. Why did you guys keep telling me it was the 15th? I always said it was the 14th. You kept saying the Oh, 15th. I said it was the 15th? Yeah. Oh, well, I apologize to our list, all of our listeners who are going to try to chime in on Tuesday, which has never been our actual release day. So I'm really sorry about that. Happy December 14th, halfway through the month. Am I right? Yeah. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Great Thanksgiving. What else did we miss? We missed Hanukkah in there somewhere or the start of Hanukkah. Yeah, I think that was like Shalom. yesterday. It did. It started last night, actually. Oh, wow. Especially the 10th. Yeah, I know that. I know that kind of thing. I think that's the big the big stuff we missed. I suppose we can wait and touch on our great Thanksgiving until the end, huh? For sure. Kristen and I had all the intentions in the world to record this episode while Mark and I were in Michigan. Should come to no surprise to anybody that we did not get around to doing that. So we are recording apart per usual. How much fun would that have been, though? You know what I mean? We're so busy. We're so busy. <laughs> Felicity was the last thing we wanted to think about in Michigan. Yeah, so let's do this. All right. So yeah, before we hop in, um, so this is episode one, which is entitled The Christening. This originally aired on October 4th of the year 2000. Some new things we're going to try to do. Try to see if there's any fun pop culture trivia type things that happen on this day. And shockingly, there isn't. Nothing happened in 2000 on October 4th, except the cool fact that I found, which doesn't really pertain to the year, but on this day in 1990 is when Beverly Hills 90210 premiered. Oh, God, what a great first episode. 30 motherfucking years ago. <laughs> God, wow. Ugh, we are, we're old. Just kind of thinking back on season two and like season one even, like how season one started, how season two started. It was the drama of going back and forth between Ben and Noel on season two. And then season one, it was just her whole, you know, entrance into the UNY and whatever. So it was pretty great this episode that it was just full of humor. It wasn't people being mad at each other for choosing this, that, and the other thing. It was just like, you know, it was just pure joy. It really was. I'm pretty uh, pretty happy with it all. It's very funny. It's just, I love the opening scene of this when she's so excited to see him again, and then it's Javier. And he is just like so excited to see her. He's so excited to be starting college. Yeah, and everybody just looks so happy and like, I don't know if healthy is the right word, but Mark made the comment that Felicity just looks really grown up all of a sudden and she's got like a glow. She just looks so happy. Her hair looks like, you know, it's just really getting grown out. It's just great. Slowly but surely the hair is just getting down there. <laughs> yeah. New version of you. Has this always been the song or is this the new song? This is the new song. I was going to ask you because I know, are you still watching on like abc.com? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I knew that the intro music shifted, but for some reason I thought it was like midway through season two. And so I was getting really confused when watching those later seasons of season two that it didn't change. But here we go. 
What was the old song again? It was just like the. Oh my god, that's <laughs> terrible! I don't know what you're doing there. If you're trying to sing like Little Mermaid, like Ariel, or it <laughs> like it was just somebody like it's not okay. even humming. It was just like that. You okay. Know? Yeah. So you'll notice also our intro music has changed to mark the change in the series because prematurely we did it for season two again me thinking that happened in season two and it didn't so hopefully you'll like this intro music better because I know you weren't really a fan of last season's intro music yeah we start out the first scene um with her on the phone or with her talking and saying how excited he is to see her and he called her a block away and then yeah it's Javier and that happens um you think it's Ben not and he asks her about her friends and how everybody's summer was and she says she hasn't really talked to a lot of people but she for sure has not talked to Noel since the wedding she hasn't seen him when he left with Natalie and then this freaks Javier out because he thinks Natalie is like this man eater the devil (laughs) Mm -hmm. so they go to some apartment that his friend is like moving to Chicago and needs to get rid of all this furniture and so they go there to try to like get furniture for her new apartment with the girls Right, because right now we know that Felicity has an off-campus apartment with Elena and Julie. And yeah, she's just trying to get some furniture. Um, I have to make a comment about that freaking lamp that she takes the tag off because Mark saw this lamp and he was like, oh my God, I forgot about this lamp. Mark just wants everybody to know that it's a mid-century modern lamp and it could go for upwards of a couple hundred bucks. He really liked it. Nice. Yep. These are the kind of things I, I learn when I'm watching this show with Mark. But um. Yeah, you know, I think we can all see what was coming about a mile away. You know, the landlord barges in and he's got to put this, get some measurements to put the place up for rent. And Felicity just casually kind of inquires about the rent, which I wish we could have overheard that because I'm so curious about how much this apartment was to rent, you know? Yeah. And like where in Brooklyn it actually is, is important. And yeah. Right. I mean, I feel like it's not like the 2000s, just like the height of the New York rental I don't even know I don't know either yeah we kind of get a little shot of Sean we learn that he is doing like a weekly documentary series you know just kind of leads us to believe that Sean is going to be around a lot with this documentary style filming that they're doing on the show right now and uh, we see the off-campus apartment which I'm assuming is bigger than my house so nice would you agree with that it's so nice. It's like a four bedroom or something. It's got to be because they have the three of them and then a roommate coming, like a student coming from England to live with them. So, I mean, it's freaking huge. I have yeah. never seen an apartment like this, especially in student housing. So, again, really curious about how much that costs, but it's the it's the little details. It's fine. But yeah, it's like off campus student housing. So it's probably not as expensive. I don't really know, but I just remember the last. I was living in like the upperclassmen dorms in St. Cloud and they were building new off-campus apartments and they were pretty like not super big, but even the small apartments were like $1,200 a month or something crazy. So I can't even imagine how much like a four bedroom apartment of that size would cost, but that's neither here nor there, I guess. Yeah. The University of Minnesota ones were really nice. I didn't ever live in one, but I knew people that did. Were they expensive? I'm probably a little spendy, but... Again, if you're splitting it between four people, meh. It's true. Eh, whatever. But it's cool. We see Julie and Elena, so get caught up with them a little bit. Yeah, and 
when we see them, Felicity has already taken the apartment. So she's really nervous to go see them. She has a plant that she's bringing and she gets there and they're all so excited. And then she breaks the news that she saw this apartment and wants to take it or she took it. So she's not going to live there. Right. They're a bit upset. They're a bit upset because who are, who are they going to find to live there? And Felicity suggests Megan and they're all just not on board with that. Right. Yeah. Then we pan to Sean and Megan. They're dating full on. They spent the summer together. She's recording a documentary thing with him. like A little interview. Yeah. And then we see Tracy and Elena get caught up with them. They worked where? At a children's hospital? In Buffalo? Children's hospital. In, yeah, in Buffalo. Yep. Okay. It's a weird scene. The Tracy and Elena one? Yeah. Like, Is this when uh, Finn comes in? Yeah. The hot neighbor comes in. Lots of hot neighbors in this episode. And like, is like, oh, we're having a kegger. Stop by. And like the look on Tracy's face. And I don't Oh, man. It's for, it seems like it's foreshadowing some uh, some bad news coming out for Tracy and Elena. <laughs> did this actually happen? Like, when you lived in your, like, off-campus housing or apartments, like, did this happen? People just, like, came in and, like, you leave your doors open, like, hey, we're going to have a rager next door. No, but I actually never lived in an off-campus apartment. I just lived in, like, housing on campus. Like Right, but you live, like, everybody around you was students. Um. Yeah, I don't know. No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. But maybe it was different in the official, like, student housing. I'm just really curious about this because, again, my college experience was not a traditional one. So those people that actually had, like, really traditional college experiences, I'm just very curious if stuff like this happened. Because it looks like so much fun, especially when Megan eventually moves into the apartment, per Sean, we're led to believe. And at first, they're, like, really hesitant about it. But then they, like, pan to them, like, painting the apartment. I'm skipping ahead a little bit. but And it looks like they're having so much fun together. And it's times like these, like, when I lived with roommates, I was like, God, we're all going to paint together and we're all going to hang out all the time. It's never like this. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you first moved in with me, we painted. But, yeah, we... Wasn't fun, though. No, it wasn't like that. So, yeah, we finally see that Ben and Felicity reunite. Um, well, we discover Noel's officially missing. So Felicity's over at Sean's waiting for Ben. And he's this is like his hook for this episode. So he's creating like some signage that Noel's missing. Ben walks in and it's just so sweet. Their little reunion. They embrace and she right away tells them. Reunited and it feels, feels so good. good. Yeah. So he right away, she's like, I need to tell you something. And she says she saw this apartment. And he's like, you took it, didn't you? And so he's like excited. It's really sweet. And then he goes and sees the apartment. <laughs> he hates it. Hates it. I'm trying to put myself in this situation because I think this apartment, like I envision like Mark and I moving into an apartment like this and we would make the best of it and like make it super kick-ass. But then again, I've never lived in New York. I can't even imagine the type of bugs and rodents that infest like shithole apartments like this. But my favorite part, and I know you like this part also, when she's like, there it is. <laughs> it's like, What's that? The breakfast nook. <laughs> the breakfast nook. The breakfast, like the whole like aura of a breakfast nook, just sounds so great. You know, you sit there in the morning with your coffee, writing in your journal every day, and really just maybe fresh flowers on the table. No, nothing like that ever happens. No matter if it's a shitty breakfast nook or a really nice one. It's like when you're watching fucking like House Hunters on HGTV, and there's a a deck or a balcony, and they're like we could have our morning coffee out here. Like, fuck you, man. You and I both know you're not drinking your goddamn morning coffee out there. You know what I mean? You're never going to use it. We had this amazing in our last house, like area off of our bedroom. And it was so big, 
so beautiful and the sun was up there every morning we're like we're gonna be up here all the time we were never up there it's not <laughs> off the kitchen it's off your bedroom so you have to like bring your coffee upstairs like you're always just out on the wraparound porch or whatever like on the main level anyways in theory the breakfast nook seems amazing so he if you just imagine like going from the loft which is beautiful amazing loft that Sean owns to like going to the shithole in Brooklyn, you have to now take a subway into town. Like nothing's easy about living in Brooklyn in this scenario. Per Miranda and Sex in the City, it just seems like Brooklyn is just like out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere if you live in Manhattan, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's either a short subway ride depending on where you live in Brooklyn or if you live somewhere far. Anyways, it's every time we see something or we go to somebody's house or we see a house, like sometimes we just casually browse houses. And whenever there's a, an area for the table, we're always like the breakfast nook. Like we use the breakfast nook joke a lot and it's just funny. Yeah. That it comes up all the time. Yeah, it's sort of, sort of a hellhole. I mean, it definitely needs a good cleaning. It's an actual hellhole. It's just so... Dirty, it's filthy. It's so romantic. The electrical sockets don't work, they surge. Has Ben said anything to you about it? I care way too much about her feelings to tell her what I really think about it. Do you think he likes it? I hate it. Yeah, he loves it. Really? Yeah, I hate it. I like it. The interview's over. But this back and forth is so classic. Can you remember moving into your first apartment and like kind of letting the the glitter and glitz like fade away and like realizing like, oh yeah, I need to go buy cleaning supplies and like, you know, just like the responsibility sets in. And I don't know, do you remember that at all? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where was your first apartment? Well, I mean, my first like house, I never really like lived in apartments. I just lived in like duplexes sure. in, in dinky town i went to the university of minnesota so um yeah like the duplexes like the first one i lived in yeah it was just not nice it was like an attic room there was no air conditioning like there was a rat in there once i mean <laughs> i i had squirrels and my walls at another one like we had a bat there is nothing good about <laughs> the lords on campus i just want to not to get up on a tangent but cool and you didn't even like have a closet in that room, right? You had to like get some sort Absolutely. of like rack for your I had to get a wardrobe rack. Like the floors were, oh my God, what a nightmare. I just kind of had blocked that from my memory. <sighs> yeah, it's just, I remember, so my first like moving out, venturing out on my own was with you and Sarah and I'd never lived anywhere else, but it's like, you know, you look at it at first and you're like, oh my God, it's so cool. But then after the first couple of days, it's like, holy shit, like, I just remember like two weeks after living there, I'm like, oh, rent is due in two weeks and I have like $15 in my bank account. Right. Yep. And the reality of things set in really fast. And that was a cool place where you moved into. There was like those French doors and like, it was a really cool apartment. Anyways. Yeah. We had some good times. One of the cooler ones we lived in, except it was in just like bad part of St. Paul. But... <laughs> yeah. So anyways, what happens next? Oh, so Sean, well, goes, Sean goes and sees the apartment. And he, yep. he's not, he's like, oh no. You got big problems. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, so he and Ben have this plan where Ben buys this huge, is that like a TV? It's like an entertainment center. What is that thing? I don't know. It's, it's a screen on what looks to me like a stove with a chair. Yeah. It's got like a two seater bench attached to it. And it's like concave sort of. If it seems to me like if I were to take our TV, which is what, I don't know, 60 something inches and like 
wrap it a little bit and then set a bench directly in front of it doesn't seem like a very good viewing experience but it also takes up half their apartment so yeah and felicity is not really happy about it but she's like well we can watch romantic movies at least (laughs) he i don't know whatever so funny and yeah i mean it's a big tv yeah so felicity is like so we see that you know and the other thing to note noted here is like Ben puts some water from the faucet in a cup and he's like, there's like activity in the water. And this water looks like somebody mixed some like urine and dirt into their faucet. And that's what their water looks like. So gross. Right. So Ben is just really trying to make the best of a bad situation here. And Felicity comes back and he like unveils the TV and she's just like, whoa, you know, like she's got cleaning supplies with her, some paper towels, necessities. And Lord only knows how much that thing costs. And right. not happy about it at all. You yeah. know, all their outlets spark. So this entertainment thing is sitting in the middle of their apartment. Yes. And so she like opens the door to put some of the supplies away and like <laughs> nails it with the door. And Ben's like, be, you know, be careful. And it's just awkward. And he like leaves to go to class or something. So she calls Julie. I like this part. Like that's this is when they're all having fun painting. And, like, my question is, Julie, like, climbs on the counter like a five-year-old to answer the phone and just, like, sits on the counter awkwardly. I'm like, what, what's happening right now? She kind of looks like a monkey, like, perched on, like, a little branch. With the, you know, I just picture, mm-hmm. like, a little tail curling up behind her. Yeah. The, I mean, the funniest part from this scene is she's describing the TV and stuff like that. And then she pauses and looks. And she's like, I thought I just saw a bug, but it was too big to be a bug. So, Oh my gosh. Yes. A nightmare scenario about to unfold. So then we like just get probably like the top scene, which I think we'll go over later, but God, it's so fucking good. (laughs) So they're there making out, eating Chinese food, and all of a sudden Felicity sees like the creature go under the entertainment (laughs) center. And she's like, Please Ben, you've got to kill that this bug, this huge bug just went under the thing. And he's like, But it's way over there. And he gets, like, this tiny tissue, and she's like, you're going to need something bigger than that. And she, <laughs> all of these different things unfold. So Ben goes over there to see the bug. And then before the bug happens, like, this horrid no- noise happens. You know, and Felicity's like, it must be the pipes. I'll call the manager in the morning. And Ben is just fucking livid. He's, like, pounding on the floor, like, knock that off. And he's just, like, ready to kick some ass. And then, of course, there's a knock at the door, and it's Bridget Postercheck. Like, drop-dead, gorgeous, belly midriff-bearing tenant, okay? It's her bathtub. Ben turns into just this guy puddle in front of her. Like, no problem. You know, call the manager whenever you can. Right. (laughs) He closes the door. Felicity is just, like, some ass-kicking. It's just fucking great. Right. So that happens. So he goes back to the bug, and he says, can you bring the lamp over here? And so she gets the lamp, plugs it in the outlet, and it fucking starts on fire. And it's just engulfed in flames. She goes to get the fire extinguisher under the thing as Ben's, like, trying to, like, get it out. There's more bugs under there. more bugs under there. And the fire extinguisher is broken. Javier comes to the door, and he's like, screams, (laughs) fire, fire. I'm sure we're going to insert all this. Ben goes out and, like, breaks the glass, gets the fire extinguisher, and, like, down, down, clear. Clear. I mean, the whole scene is just gold. And then Bridget comes back up. You know, she's concerned. She's hearing loud noises. And Javier's like, she does not live in the building, does she? Like, 
no, cut that out. Mark. Your Javier accent's gotten really a lot better. Mark, cut that out. Um, Javier's like, she doesn't live in the building, does she? And Felicity's like, shut up. Like, <laughs> every woman's worst nightmare, no matter what. Like, for sure. Yep. And this kind of leads back to another favorite part. There's so many in this episode, but Felicity's at her would-be apartment. Ben's back at Sean's, and they're both kind of just going through the night with the friends and Sean and you know like oh it's only been one night and there's so much shit to do and Ben's like laying on the couch and it's like I just want to lay here and remember what it was like to have like no responsibility and I think my favorite Sean moment from this episode when he's just like you know they should really call it a hassle so when you know somebody asks you want to get a hassle together you're like no it is great and so you know again I'm going to give Ben a little credit here he's trying to think of things he can do to make the place better he's going to fix the sink Felicity is going to make some rosemary chicken and they're really going to just try to like give it a go on night number two. Right. Um, little do they know what is about to happen. So Ben is like trying to fix this thing and it breaks and it's like squirting him in the face. And then there's a knock at the door. Yes. Bridget. What's her last name? Posture check. Posture check is there. She is asking Ben to use his bathtub ridiculous and he can't find a way to say no I mean he does but she doesn't really listen she says she'll be quick and she just goes and takes a bath and Felicity comes home he calls Sean because he's so freaked out Lumber Productions she's in the bathtub hello I can't hear you hello I said she's in the bathtub who's in the bathtub the the, the supermodel your neighbor your neighbor hey is that Ben I heard about that neighbor. She's in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. What, what the hell is she doing in the bathtub? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. She just she just has to use it. Let me talk to him. Hey, Ben, if that girl is in your bathtub, your ass is grass. You understand me? Can you put Sean back on, please? Hey, man, listen. I don't know what to do. She just came in and started using it. I couldn't stop her. Okay, well, I guarantee you that excuse is not going to hold up. Oh, my God, she's home. Okay, I got to go. I got to go. Hi. Hey, hey. Hi. Hi. I'm Bridget. Posture check. Hello. Felicity comes home and she's like, plays it pretty cool. And like, I think my favorite line is when she's like, what is she doing in our living room bathtub? Because the bathtub (laughs) in the living room is just so normal. Yeah. I mean, side note, that looks like a really, really nice bathtub. I mean, we obviously see it later when her and Ben are like in it together. It looks like they have so much space. Anyways, in the bathtub, not in the apartment. What are your thoughts on, like, bathing in, like, apartment bathtubs? Uh, So bringing it back to our Edgerton house, which is what Chris and I were talking about earlier, we had a clawfoot bathtub. And I think I filled that motherfucker up once and not even all the way full because it took forever Mm -hmm. to fill up. So, I mean, it's in my – it's in our plans to put, like, a deeper bathtub in our downstairs bathroom – but like, then I have to think, I'm actually going to use it. I don't know. But I love bathtubs like this. But yeah. not to like actually bathe in it because then you're just sitting in your own dirty water, right? Yeah. And I, I guess apartment bathrooms freak me out anyways, or bathtubs because other people. You just don't like, ever know. Yeah. And it's like using a hotel bathtub for me or something. Like, ugh. Yeah, it's true. But whatever. I just, like, the greatest part is Ben is just trying to like, explain up let's see what happened and he's just like she said her bathtub was broken and she had to use ours or something she's like that's actually your reason right and you know because like how do you get out of this so her and ben are just arguing back and forth about this and bridget comes in and says they found noel because the phone was ringing and she answers it and she's wearing a bubble bath bikini 
So, I mean, that kind of puts an. She answers what? their phone. Who is this woman? Yeah. Who is this woman indeed? And Ben just like storms out. Yeah, he's pissed. I just say, let's just finish out the Ben and Felicity stuff. Yeah, so it turns out like they're gonna make up. She comes home at like the next day or that night, and he, she's like, I, I gave the apartment up. So that he's gonna go back to the loft, and I assume she's gonna go back to the apartment. But so what? They're in this apartment a total of, like three days. Again, a lot of questions about how you can just give up give up an apartment that you've already, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I guess good on them for like trying to give it the college try, but they both just really realize that it's just not going to work. And I think that's smart. Yeah. Living together when you're that age is tough. Yeah. So they took a bath together and I'm sure Chris in the apartment and <laughs> said like one day, like he says he can see them living together one day and she's like, oh, really? And so whatever. Which is what every girl wants to hear. Of course. <laughs> yes. So then they find Noel. So they go to see Noel. Richard, I like Richard here and there. He's pretty funny. Um, like, uh, yeah, my private dick work. Like, I like, I never caught, I don't think I've ever caught that before. Either. So he says that. And then Tracy, like, whispers, like, save your private dick work for later or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wowza. And he's like, some guy named Leon, some crazy guy that's, you know that's who she's living with i'm afraid to go alone it turns out leon is null spelled backwards and he's got some streaks in his hair he's wearing like i see these pants and i think of the episode of friends where ross wears the leather pants and like goes to the bathroom and can't get them back up my god that is so (laughs) funny it's creating a paste like if i could watch one friends episode it'd be that or like the couch moving one pivot pivot anyways i mean Noel's look looser loose enough that he could get them on and off again but like Noel's just got a whole new look their yeah. apartment is full of like Red Bull cans and like KFC containers and it looks like he's really living the you know the fast life as they say the, the, the fast life yeah and uh what's her face comes back Natalie comes back and Javier's just like you know what's what does Javier say I don't know he's pissed I don't know He's pissed, but Noel thinks he's just not going to go back to school and he's just going to let the, the good times roll. Yeah. And then Natalie are leaving for the weekend to go to, are they going to Germany? I don't know where they're going for the weekend, but they spent some time in Cuba. Yep. And yeah, they're going, so, and they get married. They get married. The final scene is yeah. like him carrying her across the threshold into their apartment and she's got his name tattooed on her arm and he says, oh, Mrs. Crane. And she said, Mr. Crane. So, whew. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's got something in this episode. Like, Noel's going through something. Julie is. Elena is. Like, it's interesting. The only people who seem, like, pretty uh, leveled out are Megan and Sean, who yeah. their relationship is just kind of their favorite couple. I just think their dynamic is really funny. And it's cool that Megan is living with the girls now. I think one of my favorite Megan moments from the episode is when – Felicity leaves the apartment after their little powwow and Megan like leans over to Julie. She's like, I'm not going anywhere. And Julie just responds like, don't bully me. And yeah. Megan's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. They've got some good banter for sure. Yeah. We do find out about Julie, like some resolution from last year. She was not a match for what kidney for yeah, the kidney transplant for her dad. And he ended up dying. And he died. Yeah. So she's having, she's struggling, I believe, with that because she kind of, in the middle of the night, Elena goes to get a water and Julie's there on the couch crying and just wants to be alone. But 
begs the question, why are you not just in your room then, kind of? Perhaps, yeah. That bad, that insensitive of me to say. Well, no, it's not. But, you know, maybe she couldn't sleep and they say you're not supposed to stay in your bed and roll around for more than 20 minutes. So maybe she went on the couch. Oh, do they say that? Good to know. Okay. <laughs> yep. I did some research last week when I wasn't sleeping. People don't just lay in their bed for hours on end and just get more and more bad and then eventually fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, because then your brain correlates like your bed with being awake and not sleeping or something like that. Um, so that's kind of the episode. Um, yeah. We had a lot of, I don't know, they just did a really good job this episode of kind of covering everybody's basis and catching us up with everybody and then giving us just enough to like lead us into what's going to happen the next few episodes. You know, we've got some big things like what's going to happen with Anol and Natalie, their marriage. So we also find out that, like you mentioned, they are getting a new roommate from England. She's going to be here in a couple weeks. You know, that means all the bedrooms are full. So where is Felicity sleeping if she goes back to the apartment? And uh, yeah, Javier is just like trucking through college. Right. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of where... Just trying to make sure we didn't forget anything. We do find out Felicity's parents are getting divorced. Yep. Yeah, other than that, I think we covered everything. So let's go through. Before we pick Ben versus Noel, let's I wanna hear your favorite scene and your least favorite scene. Well, definitely my favorite scene is the whole like the fire, the bed, or the fire, the bug, that whole scene. I can hear it breathing. <laughs> or like when he says, like, the entertainment center it's just become a a place where the bugs and the rodents fester. And my least favorite scene, I really don't care about Javier going to school. So anytime Javier is talking about that, I could care less. What about you? I think I like the scene you said too, but to pick something different, I'm going to go just when Ben is talking to Sean and like laying on the couch and just like, I'm just going to lay here for 10 more minutes. Okay. Okay. And I just like the hassle thing going back and forth. And my least favorite scene I was going to say the Julie stuff right now because I, like, it's very sad that her dad died, but you can tell she's being like, there's something else going on with her. And I don't know. I just want more from her. Like every time they showed her, she just seemed like she had a, just a look on her face, like disinterested in everything else. I don't know. Yeah. So that's my least favorite scene. Oh my gosh. You didn't even, this is one of your favorite scenes that you always reference and we have not talked about it is the fork scene. I mean, oh. Fuck. Well, but that kind of ties into the because that's when Ben's at the at the loft and he's talking to Sean. Like we had a twenty minute conversation on where to put the forks. Do you want the forks here? Yeah, here's good. You want the forks here? Yeah. Whatever you think. Anyways, <laughs> dang it, I did make a mental note to talk about the forks in the breakfast nook, and I forgot about the forks. God damn it. Fine. Um. All right. So who do you pick, Ben versus Noel, or I Ben or Noel? Suppose Ben. Same here. Hard to pick Noel in this episode because. Yeah. Doesn't seem like he's making the best life choices right now. Exactly. Exactly. Anything else with the, that episode? I don't think so. I think we can uh, move on to our uh, our lifestyle categories. Actually, should I should I talk about our social media right now? Sure. Okay. Just remember, everybody, we are on Instagram, Ben versus Noel. We're on Twitter too, but I don't ever use it, so don't go to that. Um, but I just wanted to read a comment from one of our listeners and just say what her favorite part was and least favorite part. So from user. Anna banana underscore strawberry. So her favorite moment is um, their bath moment at the end when they officially, we think Chris in the apartment, um, Ben freaking out on the phone to Sean and Megan over the Bridget posture check. She thinks is very iconic. And she said all of the Leon stuff bores her every time she watches it. 
Um, so thank you for the input on the Instagram and thank you for listening and following along with us. It's so fun to hear from like a random listener of somebody we don't know. So I look forward to more input in the future. And yeah, I think that, you know, we can close the chapter on episode one. Nice. Let's go. Ready? Yep. Lifestyle categories. Yes. So um, what do you guys, are you cooking anything? Food news? Oh, boy. Food news. <laughs> I think my favorite food news is when Mark and I were in Michigan, I discovered my love for squash. All kinds yes. of squash. Butternut squash, delicata squash. So I've been eating, slash we have been eating a lot of squash lately. And I'm so excited about it. It's so good. It's so flavorful. It's like healthy. Um. Yeah, there, I mean, there has been a lot of food news other than that, but I think that's been my favorite addition to my 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 food intake. Got it. Um, I've been doing a lot of Christmas baking, so I'm still unemployed for only like three weeks. Calm down, people. But um, I did get, get a job. I start Monday, which is great. <laughs> but I've been doing Christmas cookies because I'm going to make like cookie boxes to send to some people. So I just made like molasses ginger cookies from Half Baked Harvest. I made these. Anyways, I'm making a lot of cookies. Um, also, for lunch today, Phil and I made your pasta and Mark's sauce that you guys left for us in the freezer. And we were both we both got done and we were like, oh, my God, that's so good. Like, Phil is in love with the sauce. Yeah. Phil loves the sauce so much. He wants Mark to, like, make him some, jar it up, and send it here. Um, and other than that, with our Thanksgiving, we had a great Thanksgiving meal. We made Philly cheesesteaks and... Like a squash. Ooh, you made that potato thing. A squash and potato gratin. Um, yeah, and then we've just been hunkering down here. A lot of eating, a lot of trying to drink like Christmas cocktails, um, stuff like that. Boom. Yeah, I mean, I know. I, I just think every when I'm thinking of food news right now, I'm just only thinking back to Michigan. You know, we got to try some like local takeout with you guys, and even though we didn't make too many like off the wall things for dinner it was still just like fun cooking like with you and phil and mark and i don't know yeah we did fajitas one night we did like make your own pizzas because we got all this like pizza stuff from one of phil's vendors and yeah so it was all good we think we're gonna make our own pizzas tonight for dinner and try to recreate the magic oh my god funny funny let's try to recreate the magic from michigan um i know we're not to the other our uh, lifestyle category yet or our uh other news or whatever that thing is called we do but all mark and i have been doing since we left michigan is thinking about michigan <laughs> like having fires on kristen and phil's deck for their porch and just all this stuff you know per covid kristen and phil are not coming back to minneapolis for christmas so mark and i have just been getting the itch up our butts for the past like week to just drive back to michigan for christmas but gotta just hold off you know exactly it's gonna be just fine hashtag fun new tradition of Michigan Thanksgiving yeah man what about are you watching anything new well I actually just got all caught up with Shameless on Netflix so I watched season nine and season 10 this past week and Mark and I did start the crown so we're almost done with the first season of that and I really like it so far uh freaking I love that this is us comes back for like two or three weeks and then goes on like a two-month hiatus Right. Grays, I'm still watching. It's been really tough to get through this show. I would give just about anything for them to say that it's going to be the last season ever because it's just real tough. You know, it's, I read about the latest episode briefly and it just sounds fucking terrible. I'm sorry. Like, 
we're so engulfed in COVID in our real lives. Like, I don't, I just don't need to watch a show that's all about COVID. I'm sorry. Fucking tell me about it. I mean, ugh, tell me what you and Phil are watching and then we can go into the fucking COVID stuff. Um, so we are on season three of The Crown. We had watched the first two seasons and then took a break because season three comes back with new characters for the queen, for like the whole main cast. So we took a break, but then when you were here, we watched that documentary called Diana in her own words. Oh, and it was so good. so good. Like our mom watched it. We recommended it to her. And so then it made me want to start watching again. Cause the newest season of the crown is the Diana season. So it's so good. Um, still trying to muster through Schitt's Creek, uh, here and there. And then let's have a real conversation about Schitt's Creek for a second. Okay. I feel like, you know, when The Office was, like, at its peak of popularity, you know, I watched The Office pretty much from the start, and I feel like I talked about it all the time. Like, oh, my God, how are you not watching this show? It's so funny. It's the funniest show ever. And that's how people talk about Shit's Creek, okay? So you and I both started Shit's Creek. Mark and I, I think, are, like, halfway through season two. I don't know, man. It's a tough fucking watch. Like, I don't – I think you and I have talked about this a lot, but I don't think it's, like, super funny – I just, and maybe it's because I'm so sick of people talking about how awesome it is that it just kind of is like tainting my vision mm-hmm. of the show. I don't know. What do you think? Like, I like certain aspects of it. I really like when the brother and sister are kind of going back and forth with their banter. And I love any scene with Moira, but I can't, I don't really like think Eugene Levy's funny in it. And I, any scene with Stevie, I just want to punch myself because she just like this character who can only do one thing and that's be sarcastic. And it's really annoying. And then, yeah, and the mayor, I don't really think it's funny. And so, yeah, it's just okay. But it's like, they're 20 minute episodes, so at least they're so easy. And sometimes I laugh so hard, so. Are you going to watch it to the end? Probably. Cool. I'm trying to think if there's any other things we're watching. Oh, I started Virgin River. And I started by like hate watching it. And now I just really like it. Because I try to read the books and they're horrible. Like, and I read Twilight and I loved Twilight. And maybe I already talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> I fucking ride or die for Twilight, okay? And that is not good writing. And I was like an English minor in college, okay? So what I'm trying to tell you is these books are horrid. And they're like, the women in the books are so damsel in distress. And the big men like hug them and take their hands in their face and they make everything better. And I had to stop. I couldn't. But the show, I really like. So, yep. God, I love ugh. I don't even... Twilight books, man. I think it's a nostalgic thing for me because it really brings me back to like what 2009 or something. Mm-hmm. And I just remember reading those books and just like I couldn't put oh my them God. down. That was like when the fourth, third, or fourth book came out. I went to the store and like I was so broke living in New York, and I I bought it. I mean, and they were twenty dollar books at the time. And I'm like, I have to buy this because this is what I will do this weekend: is read this book and like go into this werewolf vampire life and just wish I were. Kristen Stewart oh god right I just I remember that was like when Mark and I kind of reconnected and I was texting him in Hawaii at the time reading these books and even then he was making fun of me he's like you're reading like vampire and werewolf books I'm like yeah but it's like so good yeah and then the movies came along and ruined it all I kind of like the movies I like yeah I know me too but there's but you can at least admit that the movies are fucking terrible well they are and then they're not I mean whatever but yeah um okay what else life uh life happenings are going on that you want to get documented on the pod um i think we're june fell set up for christmas yep set up for christmas 
all ready to go. I think we're supposed to get like three to five inches of snow tomorrow. We have no snow here, so I'm excited about that. I'm so jealous. I think we might get like a clipper system on Tuesday, but it's been like in the fucking 40s here. I think we're going to have a brown Christmas. And I'm sorry, but after this year, there's nothing I want more than a white Christmas. And I don't think it's going to happen. Right. Tough. I mean, we went and cut down our Christmas tree and it was like 45 degrees out and sunny. Like nobody had jackets on. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, other than that, yeah, no real lifestyle cat news for us. You? Um, so I had a little COVID scare and therefore like Sunday morning woke up, got the call about somebody that had been ex- that tested positive that had been around. So I like packed up my shit and like went to our mom's who was in Arizona for the winter. So thankfully her condo is available. And Kristen can attest to this. It was about the worst five days of my life. She would FaceTime me and I was in the worst mood. All I wanted to do was come home and be with Mark and our dog. And it was just so lonely. And like every time your nose runs or you cough, you think like the icy grasp of COVID is like coming for you. Oh man, thankfully, like last night I got my test results back and it was negative. So I like just, my mood went from zero to a hundred. I packed up all my shit and came home and surprised Mark. And I'm just so happy to be home now. Yeah. But yeah. It was a rough couple of days. <laughs> After I talked to you that last day you were there when you were just like in such the depths of despair, I called Mitch and we were making fun of you. <laughs> you guys are fucking assholes. Like it was pretty funny. That's what were you making fun of me about? Um, Just like how you like, your sweatshirt you would just bring it up to your mouth and the blankets around you and just your stoic face I was yeah not not in a good place I mean I don't care if anybody thinks this is weird but like that's the longest Mark and I have been apart and it was just really sad it was yeah but yeah we're glad and Mark got his test back and he is negative so everybody is healthy yep and that's good and the people who you were around that are exposed you they're also like not too symptomatic so they're healthy so we're all thankful for that oh and i think the last thing have you been able to listen to taylor swift's new album um i have not but i did make sure i watched the video for willow before i hopped on with you and i like it i i was you know not fully paying attention but what a great bit of news in these last 48 hours that taylor swift has released a new album she is really just doing her part to try to save 2020 for us all yeah and i have listened to the album several times today because I've just been up since pretty early and I was doing some baking. So I just had it on. I love it. I love like indie rock Taylor Swift a lot. So I think Boney Vera was on like five of these songs, like not necessarily singing, but he played drums on one of them. And like the national guys, the national is my favorite band and they're all on these. And she has a song with the, um, the lead singer of the national. So Really I knew you'd be excited about that. Yeah, I did, and I didn't know she did a song with Justin Vernon or Boney Bear, but the last song is, and it's so good. I'm ecstatic to listen to it. I'm going to go ahead and say the people out there that don't like Taylor Swift, I don't understand how because I've converted Mark to being a Taylor Swift fan. Like we were watching the Folklore Long Pond studio sessions like last week or something, and he's just like, I mean, she's just so talented. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Which she is. Like she's a great songwriter. She performs really well. She's just I mean, love her, hate her, you got to always give her that. But anyways, you guys, we're so thrilled to be back. Thank you again for listening along with us. We'll be back next Monday um, for episode two, which is entitled the Anti-Natalie Convention. Nice. Anti-Natalie Intervention, something like that. I don't care. It's fine. Um, Yeah, so we'll be back again. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.